Man, I want to start this podcast real quick by saying congrats to Alex and Danny. They Jeez. just got married. Let's give a round of applause there Let's for go. them. Brody, how was the wedding? You went down there. Yeah, looks like y'all had a blast. Bro, it was so much fun. How, how was it? Yeah, I mean, it was it was uh, Monterrey meets Venezuela meets a little bit of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It was cool, bro. Um, I could tell they like did everything like kind of last minute, and there were some details like how what order you walked down the aisle. All the groomsmen that walked down the aisle didn't really have matching suits. We all kind of wore our own stuff. Yeah, um, but I've been to a lot of weddings. Always the groomsman, never the groom. Yeah. But that was a beautiful wedding, bro. It was one of the most. It was like true love. I was like, damn. And just watching it all happen. Just crazy, bro. And it's just like, we we saw, we heard their story on the podcast. If you haven't checked that out, I don't remember what episode it is, but it's close to the 90s, 80s. 89. 89? No, 90. 90. No, was it 90? Yeah, because we were 89. Oh, yeah, 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 Because I was like, we're exactly on 10. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to check that out, their story is amazing. They just got married, so congrats to them. They're gonna keep shining. They just they're meant for each other, man. But a quick shout out, it's Darwin's birthday. Yes, another Let's applause go. there. You know, saying you know, twenty nine. You yes. feel older, bro? I feel great, bro. So good. Yes, it's I feel great, day. man. And it's crazy because by the time this episode comes out, we're gonna be in Cabo. Let's Yee-hee! go. Let's go, Cabo, baby. So we're gonna be celebrating over there. You know what I'm saying. Um, got a little dinner tonight. Got a little dinner tonight, man. And bro, it's just been crazy. Like, I don't know. Every time, you know, last year I was in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. This year I'm here and I'm like just soaking everything in, bro, because it's just so overwhelming. And like, it's something that like, I don't know, bro. It's like a roller coaster of emotions because you start thinking and you're like, damn, like. I made it over here. I'm healthy. I have a roof. And it's just gratitude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's huge. That is huge. Huge. Like, woke up and I'm like, damn, like, this is crazy. Like, I'm here. I'm feeling better than ever. Yeah. I got so much to learn. I haven't even hit my prime. Like, it is just crazy. And and it's just overwhelming because it's like when you, so many people hit you up that are good friends, good family members, and you're like, you know, you pride yourself in, like, at least for me, I pride myself in, like, building those long-term relationships and, like, the impact you know mm. what we've been able to make through friendship and shit and like it's wild bro it's to yeah. me it's just wild so i just like i'm just always like overwhelmed and grateful and like i just want to keep building bro and and you know keep going from there you know what I'm saying? those are the two reset days for me in my life for my birthday right. and new year's yeah new year's and my birthday it's, it's like, like you just sit back and you're just soaking everything in and you're just like whoa like yeah you know so shout out to everybody shout out to you know all my family my friends everybody is just wild man it's just wild and it's sometimes it's like you wish you you can like be more than just at one place like with all the homies all the friends it's like it's all this craziness bro and it's like damn you know but like i said bro i'm excited for this year this year's been just it's been crazy yeah Yeah. bro you know what i'm saying appreciate you you know what i'm saying yeah likewise that's what i like you know, this morning you, you hit me up and, and like it hit me and it's like, damn, bro, the universe, universe. you know, it put us together and like we out here, we're ready to conquer, man. Mm-hmm. Got VCon again. We got VCon. And, um, you know, I've been doing the running challenge, too. So mm-hmm. we've been on that. Um, shout out Sung Woo. Yes. Shout out Sung Woo. You know what I'm saying? That running challenge has been amazing. Five minute challenge. Yes. Um, so you came back, Brody. You know what I'm saying? Yep. From the wedding. Uh, you got food poisoning. Bro, <laughs> yes. So I got back on Saturday and I uh, I went out. We drank a little bit. I went out eating my friend Ethan and Megan. And we go out and I had like three, four shots, a couple beers. 
So I'm pretty tipsy. Uh, the boys uh, back in Albuquerque are like, yo, squat up. That means like play COD. So we're all getting on oh. COD. So it's like, it's like probably one o'clock in the morning. I put my headset on. We're playing COD. I'm talking to them. And I'm like, man, I'm getting kind of hungry because I drank tonight. And I seen that there was grapes in the fridge. So I go in, I grab the grapes, but I'm playing COD. So I'm like, I'm not screen. even paying attention. No, and I even went to the sink real quick and like, psh, like a half rinse and then just started eating them. And I was kind of like, man, these grapes are funky, bro. I woke up at four. How many did you eat? Like, at, like, a, like I put it in a bowl, probably like a, you know, I, I don't know. I broke off of uh, probably like 25 grapes, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's enough. It was enough to, bad. yeah. And bro. So I wake up at like four in the morning. I'm like, ah. Oh, and I'm throwing up and I'm like feeling all sweaty and clammy. And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I didn't even drink that much. And I thought about what I ate. And when I threw up, I tasted grapes. So I went to the That's refrigerator and I looked and like the ones that were closest to it weren't terrible. But like on the bottom, all of them were like moldy, moldy. And I didn't I didn't notice like some of them at the bottom were like already like they molded through. And then the ones next to it just had a little bit of mold. So I looked up food poisoning, easiest way is bad fruit. And so mm. I was literally down all that next day, all the way till Monday. I didn't really sleep that night, Sunday night. It was awful, bro. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, you know what helped me is warm water and baking soda. Warm water and baking soda? Yeah, I took Pepto and that shit didn't help. My mom was like, yo, all right, get warm water, put like a little bit in, and then put a teaspoon of baking, baking soda. And oh, that's good to know. Out, bro. I wonder if that's good for hangovers too, like when you, your stomach is all know. fucked up. Bro, uh, some girl I saw the other day stuck her face in a bowl of ice water for her hangover. Really? Yeah. She's like, it works. She's like, uh, and it makes sense because hangovers are headaches because of dehydration and maybe like over inflammatory. I don't know. But she literally gets her head. She gets a bowl of water, puts a bunch of ice cubes in it and just whoa, dunks hmm. her head. And she does it a couple times. And she's like, this cures my hangover every time. Uh, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm gonna try ice it. bath in yeah, general, yeah. like cold showers, are that just so beneficial. Yeah, now, yeah. The whole like, I even been wanting to like buy a like a tub and put like ice and just get like train my mind because that's like obviously there's a lot of benefits from inflammation, like blood circulation through your body when you do those cold uh, tubs. Yeah, you stay there yeah. for just it takes a minute. That's it. But also you're training your mind to not mm. be afraid of that. Like, oh, it's fucking cold. Like, oh shit, you know. So. I'm I'm gonna definitely try that out because I'm I'm trying to adapt more on the cold showers as well. At yeah. least you know you know starting warm. Once I'm done, you know soap and all that shit, washing my body, then I'll turn it down to like the cold. So yeah, and you just feel so much better, especially yeah. like in a hoop session yeah. when we're hooping after all day workout after a workout. For me. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, like you feel energetic too. Mm -hmm. Like it's 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 very good. But, yeah. So all day you just. Messed up. So, bro, I was out Sunday yeah. and, like, all Monday night. Like, I woke up groggy on Monday morning because I was sick. All, bro, I threw up probably 12 times. That's fucking like annoying. Like, dry. It it's was annoying. annoying. As it's... soon as I, and then I ate, I felt comfortable. It was, like, Sunday, probably 8 p.m. It's like, all right, I feel good. I ate. Yeah. Again, it out. gone. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. It was awful. Man, it's crazy. But yeah, bro, let's 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 dive into some craziness, man. Yeah. Uh, we got, you know, a couple of topics that we want to talk up about, you know what I'm saying? And one is what makes you admire your idols? Like what do you look? What factor do you look into and you're like, I admire this person? Uh I guess what kind of person they are, um, more ethically and morally. I guess, and morally in the sense of, like, their heart. 
Like, mm-hmm. would, are they very caring? Do they have empathy, gratitude? Mm-hmm. Some, I mean, really, I look at the same characteristics I try and preach to myself, which is grat- gratitude, empathy, consistency, accountability. Yeah. Um, but those, those are like the main things. Yeah. I, guess I, I, I think, uh, you know, the reason why I brought that up is I'm having a conversation with one of my buddies and we go back and we were having this conversation. We're talking about like, people that we look up to and he's looking, I mean, everybody has their different perspective, but to me it was very interesting. He's looking at the more materialistic side of his favorite artist, his favorite idol and stuff. And my thing was like, well, you're looking at a different thing. I, 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 when I look at my idols, I look at accomplishments, achievements, Yeah. what, what, like the impact they've made, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I can look back and see like the rock you give, you know, one of, my idols, Russ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gary V. They always say try and be uh, like someone you want to be like. Yes, yeah. achievements. And, and what, like LeBron too, like the legacy and then mm-hmm. being able to make an impact. And it's like, if you're gone tomorrow, are you going to be remembered? You know what I'm saying? Are you going to leave, leave that legacy for yeah. the people that surrounded you, the people that, you know, consume your content? And like, that's like really my end goal is just to be like, at least I was able to make an impact. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know how you always talk to yourself? I always talk to myself. Like, I always say, uh, uh, it bothers me sometimes when, like, corporate... I, I think I'd have more money if I was more selfish. And some corporate guys that have more money than me or whatever, they got a little bit consulting for a company and they're higher up than me. I'm always like, more people will remember my name when I die than you die. You know yes. what I mean? And it's like, because you're right. Long-lasting relationships, who you meet, you know, and, keep, and consistency and keeping those relationships. I mean, there's guys that I was in the Navy and we spent those four years, but... I mean, now it seems like it was 10 years ago and it was an eternity, but we still keep the relationship. We still right. talk anytime I'm in San Diego yes. or where I'm at. And even if you haven't, it's like that old saying, if you haven't seen somebody, it's like you, you never left. If it's there, if it's a real relationship. Yes, you exactly. Know? And from all across the board, 72 year old friend named Steve Simon. Uh, I worked with him at a at gaming capital group and he's retired in North Carolina. We talked on the phone the other day and I was asking him how I was doing. He's like, I'm walking on the beach every morning, enjoying my life. Nice. Like, yeah. And I'm it's like, that's cool. Thing. I have a 70 year old friend. Yeah, know? no, it, it, it goes back to like everywhere I step, bro. I try to make an impact and build a relationship. Like from the, the moment I got here to Oklahoma and every single job I've stepped at, I've been able to build a relationship with somebody there. I can go back mm-hmm. home and, you know, kick it with, you know, a lot of friends. And it's just like those long-term relationships, just like you said, tapping in. And that's, to me, that goes a long way, bro. Mm-hmm. And it, it all comes down to like, you know, that the balance and, and just, just keeping up, man. Just keeping up. Just doing, keeping yeah, up. Keeping yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? When you get a five minutes, make a phone call. Yeah. Follow up, you know. Exactly. It means and, a lot. Yes. But yeah, that that whole conversation was just like, you know, I feel like you have to look at it in a perspective of like the materialistic shit. Like I used to be like very materialistic. Like, don't get me wrong. I like the cars. I like, you know, but it's like that's that you ain't taking that shit to the grave with you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like that, that was like our whole conversation and looking at like the way we look at our idols. That And to me, that was interesting because. He's very few of the people that look at that side. Obviously, he looks at the accomplishment, but he's more motivated towards like materialistic shit, which is yeah. like yeah. And see, I'm, I'm I'm on that old saying: I'm money over I'm I'm uh, advice over money all day. Yes. Because you ask for money, you'll get advice. You ask for advice, you'll get money twice. Mm-hmm. And it's so true, bro. Because it's like, bro, don't te- teach me how to fish. Don't give me a fish. Yeah, exactly. So fish. you can get your own. Yeah. You can keep multiplying that shit. Yeah, so, bro. Yeah, that's, that's a good that's one, bro. Right. That's, yeah, a, good that's a good one. Yeah. You know, so. Um, hey, I got to give a shout out, bro. So my little brother, 
Um, he hit me up this morning. I, I will, I like when I wake up naturally, sometimes I'll wake up naturally, like at six, six thirty in the morning mm-hmm. and I woke up naturally and, uh, I'm like staring at the ceiling and I hear a and my phone and my little brother, he's, he's out in Poland. He's part of the NATO 8,000 NATO troops. He's there for nine months. Um, and he's been using my, uh, I mean, he's on my Verizon plan and it's been charging me 10 bucks a day until he gets a service out there and he can use the SIM card for his phone. So, uh, but he texted me this morning and it was like just a really cool text and it was like, uh, you know, brothers for life. But anyway, he motivated me and I got up, ran this morning, ran four and a half miles. Oh shit. Yeah, I just got up and ran bro. And then I hit him back and, uh, and I was thinking on the run, I was like for the podcast today, because he's been saying that at night, cause they stand a lot of watch when you're on deployment. Um, and you're overseas, whether you're on a boat or whether you're on land, you have lookouts, you have posts, you have scouts in case, you know, Russia decides to go into Poland right. real quick. So he's always on watch and he'll, he'll sometimes watch our podcast. He watched our podcast a lot. And oh, so I was shit. like, bro, like that's like, thank God we got, and he's been showing all his boys that are out there cause they had nothing to do. And I'm like, thank God they're standing watch out there. Shout out them. Shout For out. I mean, that's why we get to do what we do. Uh, because you guys are out there on watch, always ready. Um, and that's not an easy it's task. Not easy. It's not easy. Because he's, I'm seeing it again. I'm living my deployments. And I think my deployments were a little more fun than his is right now. Um, but I'm seeing it. He had a girl he was talking to right before he left. He's 21. Like, and then like now like he kind of missed her, but how can you, you can't do anything for nine months. You don't come right. back till April, you know, and he's mm-hmm. on the other, other part of the country and, and our other part of the world. And now, you know, he, he got, he's got his phone for a little bit, but then you're going to do a big March, I guess, across Poland. There's gonna be a lot yeah. of media and they're going to show him like a Russia and, you know, it's, it's always, yeah, it's always Damn. presence. And they're, yeah. they're holding presence. So big shout out Rocco, bro. Yeah. Love shout out Rocco, man. Yeah. Keep holding it down. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy, bro. And it, it's the impact, bro. That's what it comes down to. And like I said, it's just overwhelming, bro. It's really yeah. overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? We've been going crazy. I've been loving the consistency, the dynamic, bro. Like, oh yeah, bro. This has been to, fun. Shout out to my brother, Santi. He's been editing, yeah, learning Santi. as he, as he goes. Yeah. And he's man, he hit me up with a text message. Speaking of that this morning that I was like, damn. I said, like, oh, happy birthday. Um, let's keep pushing. We're going to grow. We're going to go to the moon. And I'm like looking at that shit. I'm at the gym. And I'm like, damn. Let's go. Let's go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. And we got some good momentum with this. And, and all we got to do is just create that, that community. Once mm-hmm. we create that community, we keep growing. Man, you guard TikTok's been booming, bro. Yeah, bro. Like TikTok's been on. Yes, one. and that's what we needed is just like those clips. Yeah, the clips, yeah. the consistency, those conversations that people want to hear, and it's been going crazy, bro. Your I put I posted your story time, the Colombian one, because my thing was like, damn, I need to find a good hook to put put in the beginning of the five uh, seconds. Oh yeah, you know, to put yeah. in the beginning yeah. because we started like I went to a bachelor's party. Yeah. You know, so I use this uh I'm gonna show you real quick because I want you to see. Tight. It's very dramatic, but I think it does work. You know, and I think right now it's at like 13K views. Damn. So the the power of TikTok, I mean it's just amazing. But I want you to see this because I put a little you know suspense background. Let's see where it's at. 29. All right. Oh, that's sick. The black and white. That's yep. dope. And then zoom it in. So to keep yes. the people, it's a little thing, bro. It's, it's like a little thing. Boom. The music, the spooky music yes. had, uh, the other day on our, yes. yeah. So it's good. like the little things that I'm still learning as I go. Yeah. But it's like, also my brother's been more into like the clips because I was doing the clips. So uh, now he's doing them. I mean, I'm evaluating them and being like, hey, bro, uh, do this, do that, cut this, cut that. And it's like, 
I see the engagement. So that's our adding extra stuff. Yeah, so like we want to go a little bit more and, you know, bump Mm -hmm. up the the clips because that's what's going to bring people to our channel and shit. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, man, it's been going crazy. That's at 29. I didn't even realize. That's wild. But that's the momentum we needed. You know what I'm saying? So speaking of, of, you know, the Navy and stuff, um, I've been like I'm fascinated and scared by the ocean. Okay. We talked about this the first yeah. time I interviewed you. One of my fears is to yeah. somebody drops me off of a helicopter and I'm tied at night. I'm oh, done. You know what I'm saying? The worst way so to it's so much mystery because the ocean, they say it's only 5% that's been discovered, but who knows what, you know? True. Uh, the four years you were in the Navy, you were on a boat. On a boat. All the time. I, I probably for out, the most to, part. out to sea. I was out to sea probably over two and a half years. Of two that. and a half years. How yeah. was that? Like crazy, bro. Like it took. It You're takes, in this big ship, right? Well, see, one of them was big. I have 4,000 people. And one of them was only 330 people. Holy shit. Yeah. Which and one you, are you on? I was on both. I did two deployments, one on each. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. The majority of my sea time, I'd say over a year of it, was on the small boy. The, yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's always having to port and go out. Uh, but Any bro, crazy stories? Like, uh, yeah, we would see. Did you I, guys would, catch a storm or a bro, crazy creature or some shit? That you're like, I what didn't the fuck see is any, this? I didn't see any creatures. Um, like, I, I, But at night, we would stand lookout, and all of us would be like, bro, did you see that on the water? Did you see that? And and sometimes across the ship, there's uh, elect- electricity that goes out. Yeah. And you'll see sometimes flashes, and that's nothing. But, bro, I mean, and some of the coolest stuff, see, I was a rescue swimmer, so we get in our little uh, uh, side boats kind of yeah. and go to, to board other ships. And one time we hit a school of flying fish. And literally, bro, I was ducking because the there's fish so many- were just boom, boom. They hit you in your face because they're flying across your boat. Yes, wow. So they're just like, blah, blah. they'd be hopping around and then fly out of the boat. Yeah, it was crazy. I'd never seen flying fish like that. And it was yeah. a whole school of them. I seen dolphins a bunch. We seen like big ass whales, big yeah. whales. And you have to maneuver the boat because most of our lookouts were actually looking for whales because sometimes the radar doesn't pick up the whale. Yeah. And if you hit a whale, I mean, that's messed up. She, uh, for yeah. real. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. we'll take them out. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah. Nah, it's it's crazy, bro. Because I mean, the navy, the ocean's so undiscovered, yeah. though, bro. There's like you never know what's out there, and there's gotta there's be some new, shit out there. Yeah, there's yeah. always new creatures that they're discovering. They look all weird, and there's a fish, bro, that fucking chews off of a can. Like he'll take yeah. a can and chew that like it's nothing. Like yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, think about piranhas. Yeah, I <gasps> mean, bro, you know who probably sees some weird stuff is uh, submariners, but they don't put that many windows. They don't put no windows yeah. in the in the in the submarines, so you can't really see shit. Yeah, but they're out, they're down a lot. Like yeah. submarines are always cruising below, yeah. so I bet you they see more shit than we than we I do. Bet. And the crazy thing is, like, bro, like there's even a thing that says that NASA they started like researching the, the ocean. And they probably saw some shit that they were like, fuck this. Like, we're, we're, we're going out. to space. We're going to space. I mean, who knows, right? I mean, you talk about the giant squid. You know, that, that thing would be scary to encounter a goddamn giant squid. Like, yeah. Like, what in the fuck? I think, I mean, it probably takes a lot to discover the, the ocean. Um, but I think what probably keeps us, I'm just trying to think about dollars spent and why we spend so much in space. But it's probably because there's really no added benefit to discover what's down there. I was going to say, because we're talking you know about like, I mean? oh, we haven't discovered the ocean, but it's like we have technology that goes to space. There's satellites up there and, you know, in orbit. And but we haven't discovered what's down there. Like, yeah. what, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, I could just think about if projects come up and they want federal funding, like, well, for what? Why do you want to 
discover the octopus you know what i mean yeah. like that's my thought yeah, and, yeah, yeah when you talk about space you're talking about we may need a place to bounce if the planet like is about to explode like we want to carry on life like our resources are used up like we need you know another uh. place to go so that it makes more sense to spend money there yeah but when you talk about spending money and it probably costs money to really explore the bottom of the ocean because like the technology and the submarines the pressure and, you know, there's yeah, no light to, 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 to counter that pressure yeah bro I don't know. That's, would you that do could it? be my reason. Would you do it if they say, hey, Casey, uh, we were selecting you to go down yeah. there. We got this, they got this submarine. Yeah. You're going to the Mar- Mariana Trenches, which is the deepest uh, area in the, in the ocean. We're selecting you. you I would do it. Yeah. No guarantee you might come back. And you might encounter the Megalodon shark. And, the Megalodon <laughs> you shark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but yeah. you, you do it. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. What, what is, what is you, one of your biggest fears? Biggest fear is probably claustrophobic and suffocating, like Fuck. in a small space. So you uh, small spaces kind of creep me out, bro. Yeah, yeah. Have you uh, seen those people that go in caves? Yeah. Fuck, bro. But see, that gives I, me into some Loom, anxiety. I've gone into Loom and I've swam under the bottom of a cave and come out the other side, like that, shit like that. Yeah. When it's not too far, but it, sometimes they're kind of far. Like that one was like, I mean, for sure, from here past the studio wall. So. It's, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So you got to be careful, you know For what I mean? For real. Because you get caught, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's Or scary. something happens yeah. or something catches you. Bro, I don't get it. I really don't get why people do the cave shit, you know, where they just go into these tight caves and they're recording with their GoPro. And literally, it is like their lungs. They, they say they have to, like, hold their breath. That's crazy. So, that, cause, so they can, like, get out and shit. Mm. So it's like, bro, like. That's my biggest fear. Yes, but somebody got stuck in those like once, and it was, he was upside down, so he had a limited time, and unfortunately, he wasn't able to make it. Like people try to pull him out, and like, do you remember that dude that there's a movie on him? It's like, uh, and he was like 48 hours or 72 hours, and he was on a bike, a bike crashes, uh, and he gets stuck. His arm gets stuck between two rocks, and he's in a cliff, and he has no cell phone, and he has barely a little bit of water and nothing to eat. And so he's stuck, his arm's stuck, he's trying to pull it out. He starts drinking his water. He ends up drinking his own urine. There's a movie on it. Oh, and, shit. Uh, he, this bro, is based on a real story? Real true story. Dude cuts his own arm off, bro. Cuts his arm off and walks to call help and gets an ambulance. Savage. You would have done the same? Well, yeah, live or die. Ah. He cut his own arm off to bounce and call somebody. You know somebody. how painful that shit is? Yeah, bro, with no knife. Ah, uh, how the how? I think he had something, it was like uh. a rock there. Bro, there's a movie on it. I forgot the name of the movie. We'll have to look it I'm up. Like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Santi's, had, Santi's been killing that shit with the, he'll look yeah. some shit up. And, um, damn. Yeah, bro. But I think, uh, obviously, the ocean, like, I have a love and hate relationship because it's, it's just so. Can you swim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. a pro swimmer, oh. bro. Yeah, I can swim. Um, but also heights. Heights, heights are tough heights. for me. I don't fuck with heights. Do you, would you skydive? Yes, I do. Oh, I want okay. to. Yeah. I want to. Would you bungee jump? Not bungee jump. Do you fuck go to the fair shit. and do the ride that slingshots no, you in the air? No, hell no, bro. I don't bro. trust none of them rides, no. bro. Like that shit is all rusty and like <laughs> making all these crazy noises and shit. So like, nah, I, I don't do that. But I do want to do that. Like uh, jumping off a plane. I might do that when I go to Puerto Rico. Would you ever? Uh, okay, would you do parasailing? Yeah. Oh, uh, we can do parasailing in Cabo. We could. I'll try it. It's like Woo! where the boat is pulling, yeah. and you're all, oh, shit. I see people unhook though, and and jump. Yeah, they unhook. Sometimes it gets unhooked. You just gotta get screwed. Also, if it gets unhooked, you gotta jump. Well, yeah, but you're not jumping. You're just you're stuck. You're like floating. Right, but then, yeah, but you're going wherever you're going. Like some, but, that might be but the if ocean. it gets unhooked, I think the best thing to do is to jump. 
or depending on how high you are. Cause yeah, because if you're right by lethal. the shore, yeah. Yeah, that jump can be lethal. Because if it unhooks, bro, then you're just flying to where the wherever the, and you don't know how fast you're going to land and how hard is it going to hit you. So depending on how high, I might just jump. Fuck, and I'm just going to be like tucking my body, being stiff and Cannonball. Yeah. No, do you uh would you jump off cliffs? Do you cliff dive? No, oh, no, bro. I don't fuck with none of that shit, bro. <laughs> Come on. I don't do none of that. Like a cliff, open water right in front of you. Nah. <laughs> with a little string or some shit? Yeah. Or even just run and jump. Through a cliff? Yeah. It depends. Like in the ocean type thing. Yeah, like uh, run and jump in the maybe. ocean. Ah, but There's you gotta a, skip the rocks that are underneath yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta check the area and stuff. Yeah. There's a there was a place in Puerto Rico, it's like a river, and it was like a bridge, and we jumped off of it. Man, fuck that, that adrenaline is wild, bro. So Yeah. I don't know. But I definitely want to do the skydiving thing. I think that would be breathtaking. But yeah. we'll, we'll we'll fuck with some shit over there in Cabo. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see what's no, good. I'm, I'm super excited. excited. Yes, bro. Like it's <laughs> finally here. And it's crazy because like, I just been living day by day. Like, I really haven't been, like, crazy dreaming or fantasizing about the trip, even though I'm hell excited. And now that it's like, damn, we got it's a here. week. You know, next Thursday, we, we out, you know. So now I'm like, oh, shit, it's crazy. It's just mm-hmm. been going day by day. Same with my birthday. I was just yeah. going day by day. And it's like, it's here. Let's yeah. celebrate. Let's go. So, yeah, bro. Yeah. Good, good to know on that. Good to know. Um, we'll hop on this thing here real quick. I got, I put Spotify here, but. I want to switch it up, and uh, this is very simple. I saw this idea, and I was like, let me do it. Let me try it on Casey. So this is guess how many monthly listeners each artist has on Spotify's. Boom. So it's verses, right? Monthly listeners. I got three for you. I'm hoping you come victorious on this one, and if you want to try it out, go ahead and try it out. So the first one we got is J. Cole versus Kendrick Lamar. Who has more monthly Spotify listeners? Oh, Cole World, bro. Cole World. Yeah. Are you sure? That is incorrect. Kendrick has 32 million monthly listeners. J. Cole has 29. Very close. Oh, wow. Very close. Not a good start for you, Brody. But hey. Damn it. I'm pretty sure you're going to get this one. The Baby versus Lil Baby. Oh, Da Baby. Da Baby. Yeah, Da Baby. Okay. I was like, no way. (laughs) Okay, you got this one right. The Baby has 36 million. Lil Baby has 27 million. Damn, The Baby more than Kendrick and Cole? Yeah, bro, The Baby's hot right now. He's hot, bro. He's hot. Okay, this one, mm, you might get it, you might not. But let's see if you come out victory, like a positive. Nicki Minaj versus Cardi B. Cardi B. She got the Latin, hip-hop. She got it all right now. You sure? But, yeah. yeah. I'll give you a hotter. She's newer than Nicki, yeah, Cardi Cardi. Yeah. You are incorrect, sir. Nicki Minaj has 39 million versus wow. Cardi with 30 million. Oh, wow. Yeah, bro. Nicki's still on But Nicki, yeah, bro. You got to think about Super Baz, the, the hits with Drake, Lil Wayne. This moment for life. Moment for life. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cardi's hot, but Nicki, she's the queen, bro. Like, yeah. she, you know. Ass, ass, she, ass, Yeah. Ass. Come on. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, man. So. <laughs> That's a little good one. I want to come up with more stuff like that because um, I think that's pretty cool just to kind of do a pop quiz. So you were yeah. first one. Nope. You were. Yeah. You only Wrong. got one. I got so one. One, out of, one out of two. Yeah. One out of three. One out of three. Yes. Um, so you got here, you know, passing on to the next thing. Uh, you got Tom Brady to Miami. Bro. Switching it up to the sports. I didn't know this. So you got to look into this. Tom Brady is a G. He was trying to pull off a G move. I, he might still pull it off, 
But I don't think so because there's a lawsuit right now that's stopping it all. That. But he retires, right? Well, it was a it was a retirement ploy. Obviously, he came back quick, so we knew it wasn't. Even, so he retired because he was having talks with the ownership of Miami. As he retires, he becomes a minority owner. As he's a minority owner, apparently there's a loophole that if he comes back into the NFL and now that he's a minority owner, they don't have to pay his old salary cap for Tampa Bay and they could just sign him at whatever he wants. And so uh, during this whole transition, Tampa Bay sees what he's going to do and they're suing him right now to stop the whole move. Suing Tom Brady? Tom Brady. (laughs) Because, bro, he was basically Ah. trying to go to Miami for free with all the salary cap in the world and they were going to just bring in another cast of players. They were going to bring in all-star defensive people. they were going all ham. They were going to go all ham and he was going to try and win one for Miami. And like I'm like, bro, this guy is a G. He's trying to set up moves just to get him another ring with another team and, and more pay. And, well, no, I don't even think he's doing it for the pay just because he's ring. a minority and he's a minority owner of the Dolphins now. So it's it's honestly he'll make his money there, you know, long term. But uh, but no, the play I think is just a goat play. Like he's gonna because they have so much salary cap room, and if they don't have to pay Tampa for him. That means Brady retired. He was it was like a loophole move, yeah, and now damn. there's a lawsuit stopping it all. Jeez. Yeah, look it up. I looked it up on CBS seen, on the I way over here, and yes. I was like, "Holy shit! This fool was retired. It was a whole play." Yes, man, it's crazy. It's a boss move. Yeah, it is a boss move. Um, we'll see if he can pull it off. That would yeah, be. Yeah, he got stuck in his tracks, but yeah, bro, can you imagine if he does? Go. <laughs> um, no, it's crazy. And then the, the playoffs, I don't know if you've been playing. Like, first round is already in, yeah. in the books. You is know it? what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, not in the, the books, but it started. Plan, it started. Plan, yeah, no, no, yeah. the playoffs. First yeah. round is, is full throttle now. Yeah, they're in the first game. The, yeah. the series I'm excited is the, the Celtics and Nets. That one's oh, a good bro, one. That's a good one. Celtics up 1-0, right? Yeah, so that was close. Yeah. Two-point game, Two crazy. Point game. Um, it's going to be interesting because I know Kyrie's going to go off. All team, they're talking shit. The yeah. fans are, you know, he dropped 39 last time. Yeah. So now I feel like he's going to do some damage. You yeah. know, I feel like he is. And uh, I, I think that's going to go to seven. I, I got the Nets and the Warriors. Nets and the Warriors. In the end. Yeah. 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 Hmm. A crazy one would be like. I got the Warriors for sure. My and alternative it's, it's, would be Memphis and Celtics. As much as I hate, well, not hate, but I just, I'm tired of like the Warriors being in the finals, but I do admire that team as yeah. a whole. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, the best shooter of all time. Draymond Green. Steve Kerr. They got a youngster. I forgot his name. He's been killing it, you know, but I got that as my number one. Number two is the Suns. I got the, the Suns. Suns. The Suns been going crazy. Booker. On the East, I got the Heat. The Heat's been mm. destroying Atlanta, bro. They've been destroying them. So Book I got the train. Heat. And then second option I want to roll with the Nets, but I, I just have a love and hate relationship with KD because he's just... I agree, bro. I just have a love and hate. But, more, but I'm, more going, I'm, going the, hate. I'm going with the Bucks. I'm going with the Bucks. I think the Bucks. But primarily is the Heat Bucks as heat secondary. Bucks. Yeah. Heat Bucks. I wouldn't even sleep on the Celtics, to be honest. I just think the Nets are hot, right? I think Kyrie won that whole COVID thing, and he's on fire. And Crazy, KD. huh? Yeah, good for Shout him, out, bro. Yeah. Shout out to him for that. Good for him. For standing his guard and mm-hmm. shit, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on Bro, what do you think about the XFL? Are you fucking with the XFL? What's it's that? about to come out. So do you remember the XFL with Vince McMahon? It was the other NFL league that started. Vince McMahon, he owned WWE. Yeah, WWE. You remember WWE? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So WWE, Vince McMahon leaves. He starts the XFL. This is in like 2000. 
nine, maybe, 2010. Hmm. Starts the XFL. It's supposed to be in the off season of the NFL, right? Bro, the XFL made a lot of money. You know where it made most of its money is some of the patents it did. You know the sideline camera in the NFL? Sideline camera came out because of the XFL. XFL started that. And so they bought a couple patents that made, the, and the XFL was supposed to be more entertaining. Like cheerleaders come out, they're hotter. Players come out and celebrate. It's like when NFL Blitz came out. So oh, it died, though. It lasted three seasons, right? Vince McMahon lost it, lost a lot of money. Well, Dwayne Johnson just bought the XFL, bro. And he's like the whole, and it's like goes back to ballers. You ever watch ballers? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. A of so, he, so it starts now in uh, February. This, huh. this February, XFL. So, the, so February is the Super Bowl. When Super it's Bowl over. Okay. Yeah. So oh. I, I had actually hit up Isaac Whitney. I was like, yo, I was like, bro, this has your name all over it. Ball in the XFL for a season. Everyone's right. on. He's like, bro, they pay me over 100K. I'll think about it. Yeah. And I was like, damn, bro. I mean, we'll see. And that's how, an opportunity for recruits too, huh? Yeah, everyone. Yeah, you come out of college and you don't get a, you don't go you, to the pro because you go to XFL. Like, it's mm. like the Canadian League kind of. I don't know if it's going to last is what I'm saying. Mm. But there's going to be some potential players that are going to ball like crazy. And they're going to be like, we got to give them a shot in the league. You know what mm. I mean? Interesting. So XFL I mean, yeah, coming in February. That. Yeah, I'm going to look Dwayne into Johnson. that. Um, Right now, you know, we're talking and like it's so hard, you know, because we stay busy and it's just hard for us to keep up with all the shit that's going on and, you know, try to bring the material. So that's some homework we got going on in this. I got it. We got a crazy two next two weeks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bro. That's I'm gonna keep an eye on all of it, bro. I'm gonna try to stay up to date with the playoffs so we can bring you that content because them debates. I'm going to come up with some debates. Oh, yeah. I think we should come up with some like. Last shot or whatever, yeah. better on defense. Cause that those debates, bro, I'll be watching, yeah. I'll be cracking up. I'll be like, that's that's some good <laughs> shit. That's some good shit. You know, we get very passionate about these debates, but I think it's you know, it's just it's pretty cool. I think it'll get everybody that's somebody, what everybody does in the barbershop. Exactly. Or with their little brother at home. Or exactly. At Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So that one that one was fun, bro. I was cracking the hell up. But that's funny. Yeah, bro. We'll get to it. But yeah, man, uh, I got a, a couple of things, too, that I've been looking at, and I was watching on Netflix. Sometimes I'll watch this series that's called Explain, mm-hmm. and they are explaining cults. Cults. I tapped into it, and I'm like, hmm, so let's see what's, what's up. And it's crazy, the power of psychology, man. Like, it, all it takes is just one guy to be that leader, one guy to be like, hey, trust me, let's create this movement, and everybody just follows. Psychology is a powerful thing, man. I think it's one. So this one's talking about this guy in the 1960s, if I'm not mistaken, and I'll put the facts here because you can fact check me if, if I'm wrong. But this is guy that is, uh, you know, trying to create this utopia, right? He's big, like, hey, we're, you know, we're all for love, passion, let's join each other, doesn't matter what color, what race, whatever. And yeah, bro, he ends up trying to create this utopia. So he moves all these people to this village out in the woods. Like they have these small houses and stuff, these yeah. crazy, you know, vi- like villages. It was about 100, 200 people, whatever, right? And they move to this utopia and stuff. And then all of a sudden, bro, he poisons them all, saying, like, hey, this is a sacrifice for the greater, the other side, so we can see each other on the other side of the world. It's like this Hitler on some crazy shit, bro. So I'm looking at, I'm watching this documentary, I'm like, what the fuck? And they, like, when people came to pick up the bodies, they were all laying, like, all laying down, bro, crazy, because I think he did, like, some kind of ritual, Mm -hmm. and, like, they were all laying down, and they were, like, poison, like, uh, pills and all these crazy poisonous stuff, and I was like, like, so, bro, uh, it's crazy, bro. And we see that with religion. We see that with just all kinds of people will come up with some crazy cults. And like it, all it takes is that, bro, It's just 
one person to be, you know, a couple of people to follow. Yeah. So there's a dude in V friends. So in our V friends, mm-hmm. uh, it was when V friends first came out, I see this dude typing in the discord and he's typing some weird shit. And I'm like, what? Who's this? Well, bro, this dude was born into a cult. He said he was born in and life the way it was normal for him was his dad had 22 wives. He had, uh, I think he has like a hundred brothers and sisters now throughout the world. Holy shit. A hundred plus brothers and sisters. And um, some there's some incest there. And, and he was already like dedicated to four women when he was 13. Um, by the time he was uh, 18, he actually lived in the cult for a while, had those women. He said at one point he had six wives. Um, and then at like 22, he just decided to leave the cult and start a different life. And he left everything he knew. And he was talking about it on V Friends. And Holy he's like shit. starting a podcast channel to talk about people that escaped their own cults that were just born into it. Because um, he just saw life like that. And he yeah. was like, I didn't know life was different. Damn. That's crazy, huh? That is. You only know what you're taught. Yes, exactly. And I think that like what kind of reminds me of modern day cults is like the NFT scams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they'll create this discord. And we get hit a lot, bro. You don't, you oh, don't it's realize. Just, it's modern day raw. It's, it's, like I mean, it's heist. It's little yeah. heist. It's hustles. Yeah. It's just like a hustle where you. Let me get a quick buck. Yeah, let me get a quick buck. Knock off a kid. Like, bro, there's there's a bunch. There's some guys in Silicon Valley right now. Let's make this shit coin. Let's get like, I know about 20 influencers on IG that each have yeah. a million followers each. Yeah. We're going to give them some money. They're going to promote it. We're going to dump in probably about 20 mil of our own bag. It's going to look like it's pumping like a motherfucker. And then we're going to ride it to this percentage and we all pull our bags. Right. But then it's like belief, right? So they have to pay an influencer that has trust. And then they'll come out like, this coin is going to make you some money, this and that. And then you're the innocent, naive viewer. And you're like, oh, yeah, let me go ahead and boom. And then all, all of a sudden you get Bro, you lose all your money. You a know thousand what I'm bucks from 200, 300 yeah, people. That's, that's, that's a lot. Money. That's a lot. That's so money. it's like, yeah, the power of psychology, the power of, of trust. I mean, it's. And I think that's why you need to read. Like you need a rich dad, poor dad. You need to see those books because those books tell you like even the alchemist tells you. The alchemist says when someone comes over offering quick money or something quick without, you know, you like it's it sh- should always give you a red flag. Like this is too easy. Something's up. Pull, let me pull back. Let me check all my boundaries. Like anything like that. It's not given. They're always, you know, people looking for those mm-hmm. those opportunities to steal from you. So, yeah, it's you guys. It's, it's your own due diligence, you know, and if you think you you think you're out there and somebody's going to offer you a board eight for free. And they want your seed phrase or, or 10x whatever. Gain or for, 10x gain for, for investment. Yeah. Like that, Come on, no. bro. It don't like, happen. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's uh, it's a good and bad thing that we have social media because you got the dark people, but then you got the people that are like, wake up, don't fall for this shit. Right. Like, you know, like do your own homework and shit. So that to me was interesting when I watched that shit. That, that, that was definitely one that was like, oh, shit. But... Yeah. Yeah, bro. So I was watching that, trying to dive into some crazy rabbit holes. And I found another one, too. And I've talked about this one on my Spanish podcast. But um, have you heard of the ultra, the CIA mind control? CIA mind control? Yes. No. It's called the MK Ultra. Wow. So these people in the 60s, 1960s, right? These people had, uh, they were trying to do some kind of mind control against the Cold War, against Russia. So their whole plan was to try and brainwash you however they could, right? So one, there, was, uh, there were volunteer soldiers, and they would inject them with LSD, and then they would cover their eyes, play music, 
as a form of tur- torture, right? So you have that repetitiveness. You have mm. LSD in your system. So you're hallucinating and you're like, oh, shit. It's a bad and, trip and, and you're already scared. And, and Yeah. So it was like the constant torture, the constant repetition to the point where like they're trying to brainwash you to kill somebody and not even remember why you're killing somebody. Wow. So that's crazy, right? So they did wow. that, right? And that didn't work. That didn't work. Uh, they did it with the soldiers and they did it with the uh, uh, asylum patients, like people that were in like well, mental you know, health that's, hospitals. That's used, LSD supposed to be used to help you out, like MDMA, right. that, that's used for PTSD a lot. Yes, but they use that to, to mind control. And then they're, they're, they say there's another theory too that um, they try to experiment with kids. When the Teletubbies came out, they oh, say the wow. Teletubbies. Yeah, I always hear that conspiracy. Yes, they said the Teletubbies are one that really just had that mind control because they always teach you how to follow orders, right? You you remember the Teletubbies would always follow the voice. Mm. Uh, Lala went to, to the tunnel and drank some water. Mm. And then, oh, yeah, Lala went upstairs and they go upstairs and they go downstairs. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm. like, it's crazy, bro. They tried that shit. It didn't work out. And... I think to this day, I think they're still trying to find ways to brainwash yeah. and yeah, uh, CIA, bro. Bro, if I if I have kids, um, if I have kids, and, and you see I, that, and I have the means to not, I'm not. They're not going to public school. Like I just feel like like everyone always thinks like like they're gonna miss out on the childhood you did, but like bro, all it does is just train you. To, to it just to, creates to a worker rule yeah it creates a worker you don't think outside the box and i feel like those are like your biggest years to think outside the box mm-hmm. especially from like age five to 15 like those 10 years of development like raise your hand to to talk raise your hand if you want to go to the bathroom ask permission for this and that and it's like and you have to go to school and like finish this and then get your college degree and work for the man with the tie and like and I get that you just got to teach at your slowest, uh, your slowest student. And I get there's a need for that. And like, you know, there's a place in life for everybody. You need workers. We need somebody to pick up the garbage. Right, right, right. Yeah. We need somebody to, you know, do this. We need lawyers. We need doctors. We need, you know. So like, I, I, I guess I get that for the masses. But if you really want your kid ahead, like it's so hard, bro. Like you, how do you really spend all day teaching them outside the box, teaching them to think different and look at the ocean and, mm-hmm. you know, explore all religions? Because I feel like a lot of kids, too, bro, like, they have so much creativity that needs to be unleashed. Yeah. And if I feel like school just lets it just stay there locked. Like yeah. You're not going to explore your creativity. You might be an artist. You might be good at singing. You might be good at cooking or whatever, like, and you don't know it because the system doesn't allow you to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's... Yeah. It's mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. So, yeah, that was one of those crazy theories that I looked up. You know what I'm saying? So, that's all I got, Brody. Yeah. What you got? <laughs> uh, what you got? What What, what you got planned for this weekend? This weekend? Uh, honestly, nothing. I mean, well, I'm just getting ready for Cabo. You going to Dallas still? Yes. Or yes. Dallas. I was going to go on my schedule for my sister's funeral. It's been changing, right? So, um I'm not going home to Albuquerque until we go back from Cabo. We get back. So I'll fly from Dallas to Albuquerque. Yeah. So I'll go visit them because, shout out my mom, it's Mother's Day too. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So I want to go see her and hang out with her. And um, Yeah, bro. Uh, uh, this weekend, I'll probably just... Chilling. Chilling. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually might need to go to Dallas, huh? Okay, with you. <laughs> bro. <laughs> it's crazy because Eric is going to be up there. Is he? Yes, bro. What? So he's going for he's going to this festival. There's like a festival out there. Uh, YouTube or UW? You, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. this weekend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's I've out coincidentally. I'm like, oh, shit, bro. Well, let's, let's link up and stuff. That's so cool. 
I mean, you never know. Doors are always open, bro. Take a little quick trip. (laughs) Yeah, Dallas is always a good time, bro. It is fun. Uh, I just hate their highways. Yeah, just fucking, yeah, it's like spaghettis yeah. and like fuck, like you know, what saying big city. Yeah. yeah, if you had to move to a big city, where would you move? New York, New York. Mm-hmm. Why New York? Um, I just think when you think about cities and you think about let's move, let's make it popping, let's make it happening. New York City's where it's at. Mm-hmm. I think if I go to VCon and some, you know, some way I talk to Gary V and. He's able to, you know, match more and secure me and for what I make today, which would be I'd have to it. offer some serious value. But yeah. if it was moved to New York and go, I'm down. I, th- I mean, that opportunity, you can't say no. Going, yeah, yeah, because I, I, I think I'd love it more. I'd miss my clients, you know what I mean, right, and right, stuff. Right. But I think the clients I have and, and, if you, and already the growth I've given and some deals I've already made, like, I'm, like, I'm kind of capped out. Like, now if, I'm just managing. What if you link up with Logan Pawn? He says, come to Puerto Rico. I got you, bro. I mean, it's got to be tangible and it's got to be, you're yeah. building something. Yeah. Gary's going to be building yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to can see how something. that can tie yeah. into what yeah. you're doing. Send stuff. me to every NFT conference. You know, let me have be a branch of Vayner NFT and work with Native American casinos. Also other. Tie know, in Web3 with the whole. Web3, tech, yeah. With the whole Native and yeah. the casinos and stuff. Or let's look even on the manufacturer side. I got tons um. of relationships with the manufacturers. Mm. Huge companies. IGT, SG. So if they ever need to, every machine they sell. If they must sell it with an NFT one day, maybe Gary's the company that that builds that for yeah. them. You know what I mean? Oh. So there's so many possibilities, bro. Just like he said in our call with us, you know what he said? He's like, just like you took that internship with gaming, and I knew nothing about it, and I absorbed it. I tell you all the time. I go to conferences, and I met people early on, and I built relationships. I mean, yeah, I stayed in the industry now, been in the industry ten years, nine, ten years, and. Just like VCon, I'm gonna come in a sponge. I'm just gonna meet different people in this space. I'm gonna go to another conference. I'm gonna end up going to like Miami NFT, NYC NFT. As long as there's momentum being built, which I feel mm. like there is because I like it, and then I'm gonna meet different people, and then I'm just gonna get their take, and then it's gonna lead me to another room. Yeah. And, and both the Gary, of us. the Gary V, the V Friends community has just been lit, bro. They're so so many good people in there. Good people, yeah, bro. I'm excited, bro. Me like too, even bro. if like I like I don't get the ticket for whatever reason, I'm gonna be out there and like. Where are we going after the conference? Like, where are we going to link up? What, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to keep the network going? You know what I'm saying? We will be so in we're, Minneapolis we're, downtown all yeah, day and night. So bro. I'm excited for that, bro. This shit's definitely going to be the highlight. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, bro, I, I for some reason, if I had to move, move to a big city, I don't know. I'm just thinking like Miami. For Miami. some reason. It's close to Puerto Rico. It's a warm city year round. Miami's tight. I feel like it's a little bit more... Like, there's not that fake, because I would be in between, like, Miami and L.A., but it's, like, L.A.'s too far, and there's too much fake, too much shit going on in general. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like Miami has that, like, crazy mm-hmm. madness going on, but it's not at the level of L.A. Yeah, Florida's dope, bro. Florida's just dope in general as a state, because you, you live and die in your local politics, and Texas and Florida, they got it down yeah, right. Yeah, they, they, they have the, it's like they their own little country, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's no, I love it. no state taxes. Yeah, I love it. So That's I would nice. choose that definitely. Yeah, I think it just depends what phase of life. But it would, whatever, into, yeah, whatever, what opportunity pops and up. opportunity. Yeah. yeah, that too. Okay, but you know what's in Miami is uh, there's a guy trade like Mike, trade like Mike and Austin. I forget, but I followed trade like Mike because he was a student of Cameron Foose. Uh, Cameron Foose is in Bali, but him and this dude Austin created a a trading lounge, bro, and they're making real money. And it costs you can rent out one of these trading chairs, 
It's like $2,500 a month if you sign a six-month lease. So you're paying $2,500 a month just to use their services and their trading. And you're still trading your own money. But you're in a room with all these dedicated traders that are making real money there in Miami. So I'm like, bro, if I could ever take like six months off and have like 50K that I'm willing to lose in a trading account. And then also maybe 2500 for the next six months just to see how this room is. Mm, I would take that six cool. months just to trade with some of the best. Yeah, and that would take be cool. That, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I feel like that would be a cool, and that's in Miami. He's in oh, Miami. Yeah. Damn, yeah. There. That's crazy. That's, yeah, that's one of those, bro. So, you always got to have a plan B. You always. If, if like gaming goes to shit, everything goes to shit, I liquidate everything I got with Ethereum, with Gary V friends, you know, and I take... You know, 150k, and I go to Florida, and I sit in this chair for six. What months. What do you think what you would be doing if you I'm gonna go? I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to adapt, right? Adapt or die. So I'm gonna liquefy everything I got. I'm gonna take 150, and I'm gonna go trade in Miami. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you I'm think you'd do. be doing? A trader? You would have been a trader. That's, that's what I'm gonna do. I mean, yeah. That's if if let's if, say if you never go to shit right now with gaming. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Next. Well, let's say even that wasn't but, like but, but, but see, cross your path, like the gaming cycle. Slot, you I'm know. An, I'm a different person then, so it's Ooh. too hard to say. Who do you like? It's too hard to say because at that time before gaming and I didn't know gaming, I was only just a veteran outside and, you know, you were just still like kind of figure, figuring it out. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Uh, and I mean, when you look at the odds, odds were stacked against me. 22 veterans die a day of suicide. Like it's one of the highest they get out and they can't. We, we actually have a program that com that helps military people get out of the military and transition. But it's like a two-week program. And most of the companies that hire you at the end are oil companies, like companies that need workers that are real military-oriented. Um, but 22 veterans commit suicide a day. I mean, one of the guys I rescued from Marine School, it was maybe is it a, the, we, What is it that you think that's a trauma? I think it's a, I think it's a, no, it's not trauma at all, bro. I think it's just like you're 18 years old, you step into the workforce, and now you're working with all you. So the coolest thing is the camaraderie, right? Like my brother, like going through all these problems, he's like, at least I got my brothers, he always tells me. Like, and it's so true because I, even in the Navy, like when shit was going down at home or this, you're going through this shit with everyone else there. And you're, they're all the same age as you and you all have this bond. And that's what keeps you going through mm. it. When you get out of that and you work for some random company in Houston, Texas, and everyone else in that company is probably different ages, different executive levels, different this. And they don't care what you're going through. They don't like if your girlfriend's this or that, you don't talk to your coworkers and like, hey, bro, my girl's this. In the army and in the military, mm. you do. And mm. you have that. And so you honestly, you start to feel alone. It's a huge and you're living every day. Think about it. I'm living every day with you. We go to our racks together. We work together. We see each other every day for four years, sometimes eight years before I get out. Then I get out and I don't have you anymore. I don't have anybody in my apartment yeah. except my little dog, maybe. Yeah. And I'm ah. now I'm alone. Now I feel alone. I told my brother, as soon as you get out, you're coming to OKC. He's coming to OKC in April next year. And oh, yeah. I'm gonna help him transition. He's gonna transition yeah. out. He's gonna figure out what he wants to do. And hell yeah. He's gonna, as fucking yeah. I'm telling you, bro, it's a blessing that he has a brother like you, bro. Oh yeah. It's a blessing. Bro. And it's likewise, bro. And he's like, yes, yeah, same. Yeah. But yeah, you know, but I think it's because you already have the experience. That's you already know, and that's yeah. the key, bro. I would I would have died to have a big brother that would be like, boom. I had to figure it out myself. You had to figure it out yourself. But yeah. now we get to like guide our brothers yeah. the best way we can. And I think that's like same with our kids. Like when yeah. we get have kids and shit. At least from my side, um, I'm pretty sure you're 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 similar. But I never had a father figure. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like I got to make sure when it's time for me to be a father, like I got my kid into the right direction. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's good. And it's interesting, bro, because for us guys, especially like when you're in a scenario like that in the military and shit, like 
it's very tough uh, mentally and like we really don't have like as guys in general like we don't have nobody to talk to and like at the end of the day like nobody for the most part gives a fuck because we're man you know what i'm saying like it's like you toughen it up and move on like if we feel depressed if you feel down or we had a bad day or whatever like what do you think is like the best way for us to like at least get what we have here if you have a bad day and like we want to get it out or we want to like feel better what do you think it's like right what what do you journal 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 yeah like just i would say if you can talk yeah i mean if you could talk to somebody talk to somebody but it was so like i said it was so much easier in the military because everyone y'all can relate you can all relate and you're all the same age i mean the majority of the boat are 18 to 25 year old sailors you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so they're all in the same age category they're all leave left their families back home you're all going through the same so it's like so easy to, and even if there's a, a, a bad apple in the mix or this bad apple, like mm-hmm. usually the boat comes together and they like embrace it and they recognize them for those faults. Yeah. But when you go to the real world and they go to Exxon Mobil, everyone's going to like, no, you don't shower Tommy in the morning. Like you're sick. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, you're yeah, fired. You yeah, know what I mean? And he's uh-huh. like, fuck, everyone accepted me on the boat though. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, but I say, uh, the biggest thing is there's folks that were on the boat that would tell me a lot and I started to do it and I had stopped. But journaling at night, bro, even if you just write a page, like how your day went, usually you'll get into like, especially if it was a bad day that day, like what was the worst part about it? Because that's all you're going to really write about. And then you kind of read it maybe the next morning when you wake up or you even think about it. And I feel like putting it down on a paper is kind of like letting it go. You kind of let kind of like talking about it. Yeah, it's just like talking about it. But if you can't talk about it, you can always write about it. Um. And you're writing to yourself kind of because you're you're. Because, you know, even when I'm talking to somebody else, it's not even that I'm talking to somebody. You know, my boy, Obi, bro, mm. boy, Obi, when he was here, Obi. shout out, Obi. Yeah, when Obi was here and he was helping me like guide through this this lawsuit and the company and this and that. Sometimes he would come over, bro. and He would just listen and I would talk and I would talk in a circle and I would talk for 10 minutes. But then I come up with the answer. That's what it is, Obi. That's what I need to be like. And he was just but you listening. You need that. You need that. He was just listening. Yeah. yeah. And I was just talking in a circle. And then I came up with the right answer. And I'm like, that's how we're going to do it. This is what we're going to do. And so journaling is the same shit because you're just kind of talking to yourself. So you got to have communications, whether it's with yourself, via journaling, via just sitting there talking through or somebody else. You know, Dope. But, yeah, that's that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. Like even yeah, journaling and talking, let it out. And we always say I always say that too. just reach out to somebody too. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's imp- that's key, just to letting it out. And if you don't, then just write it all down. And next morning, read it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and even that too. Like after you're done writing that negative, if you had a bad day, write the positive. Yeah, whatever why that are you day gra- felt gra- like. Yeah, why are you grateful? Like why? Yeah. At least ten reasons why you're grateful. Yeah. It'd be nice plenty. to structure it that way. Yes. Yeah. There, there's plenty of stuff, you know. And I've I've seen and I've learned it from like shout out to Coach Jeremy, bro. Again. Mm-hmm. He does that. He's like has every morning. He says he writes a full page mm. of things he's grateful for, and it's mm. full. Like, and I was like, damn, damn. the little things, bro. Yeah. And see if you structured your daily write out like three things I'm grateful for, one thing I could fix, right? Like, what could get better at? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely big on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean you gotta let you gotta let them feelings out, man. Yeah, gotta talk about. It. Let's talk about it. Yeah, but that's why I like having podcasts like this conversations. 
you know, people would bring on, even stuff we go through personally. It's kind of nice to just have this and always look back on. I mean, shit, when I'm in my 50s, 60s, we've been talking about you to somebody, and they're going to be yeah. like, who? And I'm going to be able to pull up this clip. Yeah. yeah it's my that's boy. Crazy, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, bro. To me, like, I always like to think of things like if I'm having a bad day, I know it's not going to last every forever, right? Right. There's one day, there's the next day. You know what I'm saying? So that's like, for Monday, I was having a terrible day, and I was like, Seen the message, the tweet. You're like, you're not going to win them all, champ. And I'm like, this yeah, too right. shall pass. Yes. And it's been a yeah. minute since I had a bad day like that. I'm always positive. I'm always trying to spread the positivity, good vibes and shit. And it's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm still a sleeping. champ. Yeah. Just can't win them all. Take it to the chin and move on. And that's what yeah. exactly the next day I was ready. I was like, let's go. Let's conquer it. Like, boom. I was yeah. ready, bro. So, yeah, we out here, bro. We out yeah. here. Um, I say we wrap it up, bro. Yeah, what you, think? you got anything uh, else? No, birthday gotta, boy. Gotta celebrate. Gotta, gotta go. Celebrate. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll see. Craziest story you had on a birthday? Besides the whole feds breaking oh, into my. Oh wait, never mind. Let Craziest. me see if I have that another one. It. I mean, that's that, that top. That was it. it. That. Oh, speaking of stories, yeah, we had. Um, I don't even have. Well, well now, give me a subject. I could probably think of birthday, one. birthday, birthday. I don't even know if I have a birthday. that's. I think that I mean, there's not anything that can top that. Yeah, really. I can't top. There's that. anything that. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, what you got? You got any crazy stories? Let's see if you can think of a sub. Give me, a, give me a subject, and let's see if I can uh, come up with something like a time frame of where I'm alive. And okay, so tell this story because I always like to tell. Like I always like you know to call you a uh, network genius uh-huh. so talk about the time you linked up with dan brazilian oh that bro. is tight that was that's tight. tight that was tight because that was at the hype of dan yes like this was prime. 2016 yeah prime so he's hot right he's hot yeah so i uh i had just i had just started uh my company with my business partner business partner bro he knew everybody in vegas that boy knew security he knew we would walk in and they'd give us like 50 drink tickets let us in we'd pass like hot girls like they and i was like damn so they put us in they get us a table as soon as they get us a table me and my partner are there and i'm like bro that's dan bilzerian he walks in bro dan walks in with 18 girls there was no cap like this is and he has a bottle of water and one homeboy and they sit down on the table next to us and i'm like oh man and my partner's like who's dan bilzerian and like he's not real because he told him he was like older yeah he was like oh who what yeah and i was like no bro he's and and then dan was navy right so i knew all about his story whatever and this was actually like the hype of his story more more details came out recently now you know we know he's got some trust fund money but uh i i was like kind of starstruck and then i was like man same old person so i walk up and i'm like yo dan i was like i was like i'm a veteran too bro entrepreneur just started a company like you're doing you're doing your thing bro he was so cool he was like come up here he's like yeah he like first he shook my hand then he tells me to come up and he puts he puts his hand like right here so i sit next to him and we're on the booth of this table in light we're in light mandalay bay and so, uh, bro, and then, like, some of the girls scooted over so I could sit next to him. So as soon as that happened and I had the table next to him, it was, like, instant, you know, like, B-list, like, next to him. Like, uh, uh, so yeah. what's up with the girls guys are, now yeah. I'm talking? <laughs> and he let me chill there for a minute. And uh, he's like, yeah, he's a sewer in the Navy, too. Told him I was a rescue swimmer, blah, blah. Asked me about what company I was talking about. Told him about gaming. Um, and then I was like, I, and I left, I was like, oh, you know what? Like, pre, like, pre, I'm gonna go back to my table, you know? Cause I didn't know how long you wanted me to stay there. Right, but it right, was right. tight, bro. Um, now that's, that's me and my partner ended up taking like two of the chicks back too. Yeah. It was tight. Yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> was, like, boy. Goofy of Dan. Bro. Dan 
Dan's groupie. Yeah, that's, <laughs> brother, that's crazy that you like was like, I'm going Bro. in. Yeah, and you gotta I, say what's up. But I just know that that, that conversation be. was hella smooth. It was smooth. Like it was smooth. But you know, you I've been in situations where I have it hasn't been so smooth. Really, I, I've done. I've got Why, shot with the big, down. big like. Yeah. So one time, so I remember I told you that story with Andre Robertson. Well, all right. So there's another story that not too many people know. Just yeah. This girl I was talking to at the time. So I see my Greystone. It was after a game. I didn't pay attention till the next day, bro. They got blown out, and that fool missed two free throws. I think he airballed one of them. Yeah. I didn't know that, and that night, so I'm partying, right? Well, not too many people know the story. I go up, and he's sitting with Russ, and I had just hung out with him not that long ago, right? And I'm like, Yo, Andre, what up? And I was gonna go introduce this girl to him, like, Check this out. I'm gonna go say what up to Andre, and uh, bro, dude wouldn't even look at me. Really? He was like this. And he like looked like this and then he was and then, Do you think and he then Westbrook. You? Yeah. And then Westbrook looked at me and he's like, nah, bro. You gotta go, bro. You gotta go. And I was like, oh shit. All right, my bad. <laughs> and like I didn't want to look all dumb, so I just kinda like bounced with the homegirl. Homegirl was kinda like, okay, you know, oh, yeah, it was a bad one. And then I looked the next day and I was like, bro, they got blown out. They so were in the club just letting stress. Yeah, because oh. they were all kind of sitting there kind of mad. Like, damn, we got I think that's what well, I didn't know. I'm just hyped up on the night. Right, right. I right. did know there was a game that night, but I didn't pay attention to the game yeah. until the next day. I was like, damn, I was kind of fucked up. Andre did that. But then I was like, I mean, people have bad days, bro. Yeah, like, and we think we we and automatically every, and I'm coming up like they're humans, bro. Yeah. They got feelings and shit, and we're just yeah. you know yeah. But and then what was I gonna do? Be mad at that? No, no, no yeah, I yeah, gotta yeah, walk yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. But it was kind of one of those like, damn. Even me, like I remember uh, this was at the La Brasa, and this is when Carmelo was here and Paul George and stuff. So they were at the La Brasa eating at this private the private section that mm-hmm. have like a window where everybody can see. So we see them, and I'm like, oh shit. Um, I remember my girl at the time was like, oh, I think uh, that's Westbrook. And I seen, I'm like, oh, shit. I seen Carmelo and I seen Roberson and shit. So I'm like, bro, this is fucking dope. And this one's like, well, the Brasso was a club at night. You know, so I'm, I'm like, oh, shit, they're having dinner. We're at her party. Let's go. So I'm like, I'm going to go and see if I can, you know, uh, get a picture with them and shit. At least Westbrook, Carmelo, whoever. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I go, I go by the bathroom. It was like the entrance to that private section was in the hallway of that, the bathroom. So Westbrook comes out, I dap him up. Hi, Westbrook, big fan. What's up, bro? Can I get a picture? No, 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 right now, right now. I'm like, fuck. Dab up Roberson. And I was trying to get Carmelo, but he stayed a little longer. You know what I'm saying? He was yeah. doing some other shit, you know. Yeah. But, but it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Didn't get mad. I wanted the picture, but, you know, at least I got to dab him up. But I was like, yeah, they're just here to eat, you know, and bounce. You know what I'm saying? Bro. I probably had a long game or something. I'm sitting in Pretty Please at the time. Pretty Please. And uh, I had the back section. And my boy Ivan's like the general manager, dude, Daniel Rockwell, he's, he's, he's running it. And they're both my boys, right? Like, cool. And so um, I'm drinking, and he's like, yo, Andre Robertson's coming in with his friends. He's like, and we always give him these back sections, but I'm not trying to kick you out of this. He's like, so let me see if he's cool and see if you can kick it with him. And I'm like, tight. So he comes up. And I was like, yeah. And as soon as Ivan starts to make the introduction, I was like, yeah, bro, give me that 1942. Because he had told me he liked 42. So I'm like, give me. And then he, and then Andre was like, well, I'll get a bottle if he gets a bottle. So we both bought a bottle. And we started drinking, bro. And I'm like, damn, what Robert said. Like, so they like section off the corner. Some, let some girls in. So we're all talking. And uh, me and him, bro, are getting lit. And uh, he's like, yo, he's like, you want to come over to the crib? He's like, you get the Uber. And he's like, we'll stop at Whataburger. So I stopped. I got the Uber. He put in his address. 
We stopped at Whataburger, bro. He lives like all the way up in Edmond. So it was like $120 Uber. And I didn't have money like that at the time. Yeah. And so, uh, so, but he orders like $100 worth of Whataburger, bro. And was tight as we're rolling back. And uh, I didn't know he fucked with J. Cole heavy. And I just went for the, because I always think of my boys. We always like, if you're with someone new and you hang out with them, like what new J. Cole songs you put on, whatever. So I put on some J. Cole and he's fucking with a heavy. So we ride all the way to, the, to, to his place. And he's up in Edmond. And this is where I regret, like, I should have kicked it with him. Like, I should have went, like, kicked it in the kitchen, like, talked, because he's from El Paso. He he's from New Mexico. And I'm from Albuquerque. You would have built a relationship, you know? Instead, I was looking at homegirl, and she was really feeling me because I knew Andre. She's at Andre's house. So next thing you know, I ask his little brother. Is his little brother, and he's got a sister, too. His little brother played at UCO, and his sister's, like, playing volleyball in Dubai and shit. Like, she's a hell of a volleyball player, yeah. Damn. And so she's there, too, visiting. So they told me they have an extra room. I go up to the extra room with homegirl, bro. Next thing you know, I look, I'm smashing. And I look, <laughs> and Andre opens the door, bro. And he's like, oh. And he, like, closes the door real quick. Next thing you know, I finish. I, I fell asleep. I woke up the next morning. Homegirl's gone. She's gone. I wake up by myself. Walk downstairs. I'm like, holy shit. I'm snapping my boys, yo. I'm in Andre's house. There's a, there's a Pac-Man machine. Yeah. There's a little drone. There's all kinds of toys. And uh, his sister's, like, on the couch drinking coffee. And so, like, I, I talked to her for a minute. I think Andre was still asleep. They stayed, because I, I heard the music for a while. They stayed partying for a little while. Um, but I bounced before he got back up. Damn. Yeah. And so I was you like, fumbled the bag on that I one. I should have kicked it more. Yeah. yeah. I was horny. <laughs> That shit crazy, bro. But you live, you learn, bro. This shit's like it's, it's an experience. It's something you can I tell. Still run it back. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, it was tight. Yeah. Was, you never know what situations you're gonna get into at the club, man. Yeah, no, like your whole like the the experiences. Watch bro. VCon. Watch VCon, bro. We're the gonna experiences, see experiences. Yeah, yeah, I think that's gonna yeah. be a movie, bro. I think it's gonna be a movie. The good old men's are gonna kick in the, the universe, and it always does. Puts you in that right position. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready too. Good bro. shit, bro. Good yeah, shit. Bro. Yeah. You think we should wrap it up? Let's wrap it Let's up. Let's go, man. Let's go. Thank you, everybody. Uh, bro, don't forget. like, subscribe. Yes. Please like, yes. subscribe yes. on all platforms. Show yes. some love. And if you're coming from TikTok, shout out to you. Uh, we're going to build that up too to bring more traffic to the YouTube channel. I uh, just hit 10K on the Spanish one. So I'm looking to do that same thing here with the half court. We're going to do it. We're going to get there. Manifestation is big. So hit us up. Boom. Boom. Let's go. Lego.